0: Hey guys this is thomas this is ryan and we're back again with the two dudes one vlog podcast Ooh, because ryan left no i'm here ryan's here taylor left
1: taylor left taylor's on his way to some exotic location
0: ryan also left this is ryan's what? personality downloaded into a computer
1: <laughs> yes
0: this is this is ryan robot <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm still waking up i i had chinese food and i just <laughs> i passed out oh that's funny it's it was really good and i as soon as we're done recording i'm gonna go eat some more chinese food and pass out again because i can only make it like halfway through the bowl
1: that's good i yeah. thought you were playing some diablo so i guess you're playing some drunk chinese
0: food i was um i had just yep. woken up i played for about 15 <laughs> seconds I killed like three enemies and I was like, "Man, I'm super good at this game." And then my doorbell rang.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, well, not a big week in the news. Oh, this yeah. is for what? What week is this? What for, What
0: week Thomas? is this for? Oh my! Uh, this is for the week of September 21st, right?
1: Uh, I'd go with the 22nd, but 22nd, the 21st. Is, which one's Monday? The 21st is Sunday, which is technically oh. the beginning of the week. But yeah, well, it depends. depends on who you ask. Yeah,
0: we're, we're, this is for the 22nd.
1: All right. Twenty second.
0: No Taylor. No Taylor. This week is Taylor going to be back? I don't think he's going to be back next week either. It depends on when he gets back. I don't know. Um, it sounds like he might
1: be able to. He he's coming back on next Wednesday, but it's how how
0: how much of a gaming state of mind is he going to be in? He's going to we'll be super that. pumped. He won't he'll have gone a whole week and like two weeks without talking about video games because. He's with Hannah on a cruise. Like, who's he going to talk yeah. about video games with?
1: Exactly. I know before, right before I left for my honeymoon, I was, like, gaming hardcore. And case like, the video games are going to be there when you come back. I'm like, I know. I'm going to be with you for seven days for 24 straight hours. Like, we'll literally never, like, leave each other for a whole week. So just let me have my video games just, now. Just let, let me have you. Just, just let me have this. <laughs> let me have this for my last five hours.
0: Okay, yeah. We've got couple things, a few interesting things, but most importantly, Bloodborne has a release date for the United States, Woo! February 6th, which is like a day or two after when it releases in Japan or the same day, I don't really know. It's like the same time frame as Japan. And what's even more exciting is just today, Shuhei Yoshida announced that alpha invites were going out to Japanese PlayStation Plus members. Oh,
1: I'm so happy I'm a Japanese PlayStation Plus member! Yeah, me too.
0: Uh, well, I actually signed up for the uh, American Beta Alpha, whatever it's called. So,
1: Well, I'll pray for you I'm hyped. that you get into the American Beta. I know how much that's your baby.
0: Yeah, I would be super psyched. I probably will. I have gotten into... Just about every PlayStation beta for the last year. I don't know what you're talking about. I, you didn't disclose anything about
1: being in any betas to me. Oh. Uh, wink,
0: wink. Yeah, I, I mean, I never talked about them, but I was in a lot of betas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's a thing. So. um moving uh, on. What?
1: Sticking kind of with the Bloodborne, your uh, last Dark Souls 2 DLC got delayed.
0: Oh, yeah. Hey,
1: going to be okay with that be able to survive another week without dark souls um, dlc
0: yeah probably i am, am i might play some this weekend i don't know i still need to beat one major boss in the current dlc and there's one boss that i'm probably never going to beat i mean I, at this point i'm just <laughs> i'm in i'm in hype train for bloodborne because to, uh, now only I'm, four
1: months, Thomas. Four months. Yeah,
0: now I'm thinking about like Actually all the stuff months. I have to do in Dark Souls 2. Because the character I'm playing on is a new character for the PC version. Because I already beat the game on the PS3 version. But I don't want to go through Dragon Airy again. I have to go through Dragon Airy so I can get this item that lets me do the boss and the DLC I need to do. And I don't even know where the new DLC is. It's probably in an area I haven't unlocked yet. Because <laughs> I've only made it like 75% through the game. I only started this character just so I could play DLC. And there's it's it's just too rough. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> when are you gonna play Dark Souls? I don't know, man. Someday. I can't play it now. Of course you can.
1: I got I got too much destiny grinding to do, man. Hey, what that Destiny grind? What 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 do you need to grind in Destiny, dude? I'm only level 24. I'm I can't even I can't even hit the raid yet. I still got two more levels till I'm adequately prepared for the raid. For just the like raid. you're not adequately prepared for your dark souls 2. I'm I'm,
0: pre- I'm adequately prepared. The story just won't let me do it. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, so, I mean we kind of talked about this last week that the raid that they launched the uh, Vault of Glass is ridiculously difficult and it took ten hours. Um like a pretty solid teams have got it down to about 2 hours like really good teams. Uh-huh. So I mean this isn't an all day venture anymore now that people know what to do. Right. But, right. Uh, I mean it's still ridiculously hard. I played uh me and uh three of my friends so there was only four of us and it's a six man up to six man raid and uh-huh. they highly recommend you be with a full six man team of like at least level 26s. Uh-huh. Um to be prepared. And, like, the four of us couldn't even handle the first part.
0: What a bunch of wusses. I know. You dirty Which, I
1: was I was only 23 when we did this, so I was just at the very minimum. Like, uh-huh. The, the common, I think it's actually mandatory, is that you had to be within three levels of the mission to even do it. Uh-huh. So it's a 26 mission, and I oh, was a 23. Okay. So, like, I was at the very bottom of even, like, doing the mission, and we had... 26s and a twenty seven, and me, and like we were just getting
0: annihilated. You got pub stomped because yeah, we you got don't got know how to stomped. bunny hop. I don't
1: know how to bunny hop, but there's just minotaurs out the ass that just pop out.
0: You have to bunny hop over the minotaurs.
1: Robots. These giant robots that kill you in one shot. So, oh yeah, you have to hold down these three rings. Well, this is the first part of the mission. Just uh-huh. the first part. You have to hold down like a ring up here and then two side rings, so like a triangle. And there's four different spawns they spawn out like a square around the triangle. Okay. And with like four people. Right. It's kinda hard to hold three spots, four people.
0: Uh-huh. I, I guess I don't know. So I was supposed to play Destiny this week, but Yeah,
1: Ishan's gone. He could've just hopped on. Yeah. Um I'm sure he wouldn't
0: mind you playing his character a little bit. I took it. No, he said don't or, he said not Well to you could play, play you
1: could play on his uh his account I create your own character. You can have three characters. So. If you
0: play Dark Souls 2, I'll play Destiny. <laughs> well, we'll have to wait then.
1: <laughs> don't have time for Destiny.
0: Don't you have some Destiny news?
1: Uh, Yeah, I was kind of just going to talk about, and I mean, get your opinion even though you haven't really played Destiny. I mean, there's a lot of articles going out there about what is wrong with Destiny and what people need to think fix it. And so I'll just kind of get your idea on, like, MMOs about... I mean, a lot of people are complaining that... I think it's a lot of the first-person community, like, FPS community, of, like... if There's just, like, so much grinding, and, like, you get rewards rewarded for killing, like, a a large amount of shitty enemies and not killing, like, Mm -hmm. one quality enemy. So, like, is that a common thing in, like, the MMO community of, like, just really. really grinding...
0: Grinding, yes, but small enemies dropping, like, the big stuff? Not really. Mm -hmm. Uh, You've been playing... We've been playing Diablo, and that's pretty much how most MMOs work. Yeah, that's true. You go through mobs and mobs and mobs, and, like, you you sit there and you just grind. Like, you're killing enemies just to kill enemies Mm -hmm. so that you can level up, but the whole point of going through these acts and these dungeons is so that you can fight the boss at the end, and the boss is guaranteed to drop these legendaries, and you get the legendaries, uh-huh. and you're like, yeah, kill the boss, to drop the legendaries. So the fact that it sounds like it's, it's like you have the same probability killing a boss as you do killing a regular mob and getting these legendary drops, which mm-hmm. is just like...
1: Well, so yeah, and so, I mean, in Destiny, it's not... Like, if you complete a a mission and you defeat a giant boss, you're pretty much guaranteed to get a reward at the end of the mission of, like, a quality reward. Uh But, like, actually, like, a random drop in the middle of the game, it seems like it doesn't matter, like, what the hell you kill. Like, Mm -hmm. if you kill a level 1 or a level 28, like, you're pretty much the same, almost the same guarantee of getting something.
0: Yeah, that's weird. Like in world of warcraft once you get past a certain level you can't go back to other places and still get experience like once you're level i don't know let's say i'm level 15 i can't go back to the starting area and kill level one boars you You just don't get experience you mean south
1: park lied and said
0: you can't just grind killing boars
1: in the forest
0: yeah it's (laughs) that's a complete fabrication you actually can't all my
1: world of, a lot of my World of Warcraft knowledge comes from the episode of South Park.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not factual. That's
1: sad, but it's funny. That the same, <laughs> how do you kill a witch that has no life? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, but my other piece of Destiny news that I kind of forgot about when he said it and put me on the spot and I kind of freaked out was there was an interesting <laughs> opinion piece on Polygon that I read today and I showed it to you right before we started. And, uh... Uh, I wish I could remember the guy's name. I'll look it up here real quick. Colin
0: Campbell.
1: Colin Campbell. Yeah, his basic premise was that the way Destiny launched, and that it was financially very successful. I mean, it was the biggest selling new IP ever, mm-hmm. ever, Which is a lot of like filters on a, a claim, but it's a pretty big claim. Mm-hmm. Having the fir- the best new IP ever. Yeah, but yeah. uh. That the way Destiny launched and that being criti- or critically kind of panned, financially successful, lacking in areas, was actually the perfect opening for Halo Five and three four three to launch like this game that could really be what a lot of people thought Destiny was going to be. So I was gonna get your opinion on what you thought about that. I mean, Halo Five it was probably gonna be pretty successful. With either or way. either way, Destiny yeah. went, but like I kind of see his points of like his points of that. Shoot, what do you say? That the way that they Destiny lacked character development a little mm-hmm. bit in their main characters, and that Master Chief, even though he's a developed character, and the way that Halo 4 ended, and where they Halo 5 could potentially go on a completely new story arc, uh-huh. it seems like. Halo 5 could really be what a lot of people uh, are
0: wanting. So. Uh-huh. Well, I mean... I can see it being a big success just because mm-hmm. on the game's merits on its own. But I don't think the complaints about Destiny necessarily mean that Halo 5 should be successful yeah. in the shadow of that. Because these are two completely different kinds of games... Halo 5, I assume, is a traditional single-player shooter with a single-player campaign and then a multiplayer component, whereas Destiny is like a whole new thing. I think you're going to get more people with Destiny inherently because it's, for console players, it's a new kind of game. It's a new kind of M- It's not an MMO. It's a new kind of game in general, <laughs> and, and Halo is just kind of like, hey, check it out. It's more Halo But remember that story stuff? We still do that. Yeah, We still got that.
1: Yeah. I I mean, I agree. When I was reading it, I was kind of like, well, Halo 5 was going to be huge with or without Destiny succeeding or not succeeding or Uh however you want to say Destiny is. Like, I would say Destiny succeeded pretty much in what they wanted, probably. Uh Um, Is it what what some people wanted no but i think i mean halo 5 and so like i mean it's destiny shows i mean people are still into the sci-fi shooters right which i mean it did kind of seem like maybe the age of the sci-fi shooters was getting a little stale and so destiny might have kind of been a little kick to the jump start to the system and that Mm -hmm. rebooting the sci-fi of like getting people excited in sci-fi shooters but then at the same time like them wanting more like destiny didn't destiny didn't fill their appetite people still want more
0: right well i mean destiny sells just like any mmo or not mmo Mm -hmm. destiny's selling the world it's selling the universe that Mm -hmm. it's set in whereas halo is going to be selling a specific story yeah i think they're they're two like totally non-equatable things like if I love MMOs, I, I I feel like if I was the kind of person that would buy Destiny or Halo, I mm-hmm. would buy both, yeah. regardless.
1: Yeah, I agree, and I mean, I would too. It's not like, I mean, I think what a lot of people wanted Destiny to be was kind of like GTA-like, and where it's open world, you can just go everywhere and start missions and do stuff like that, and like uh-huh. travel to other planets, and it's not like Halo's going to be that. It's not going to be an open world right, right. game. But it's still going to be, like, I think story-wise, like where yeah. Destiny kind of fell short story-wise, Halo does have, like, a, a perfect opening to jump in and say, like, hey, that thing you wanted, we got this. Like, we we are known for this. We've never let you down, and we're uh-huh. not going to let you down.
0: Well, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess it's kind of apologistic. Apologistic? for Destiny but MMOs have never been Mm -hmm. like known for their super great amazing stories yeah for single player campaigns Mm -hmm. it's just inherently with trying to like with fitting the story over like these different things that you can do with your characters Mm -hmm. your your core development system not gonna be the same but I I don't think that necessarily is a bad thing for Destiny or you I don't don't
1: know. Last thing about Destiny, and then we can move on, is that... One more. This, or today, launched, or yesterday, I think, launched a new uh, kind of area of that... uh, Their new missions, basically, of the Mm -hmm. Queen's Queen's Raid or something like that. And Uh so, I mean, basically, I mean, this is the second weekend in a row that they released a pretty major...
0: Man, when are they gonna stop releasing new crap? We gotta get through the old crap. I know, and so that's
1: what a lot of people are doing, and so, like, it's not changing, like, it's still, you're kind of replaying old missions, but it slightly tweaks them. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it is interesting to see how Bungie is treating Destiny, and that, like, everybody said this story was so small, but Mm -hmm. then they're continually releasing new things that are, like, tweaking things to making it fresh, and Uh then, like, right when you get to the point of like oh i did this mission 3 times like i don't think i can do it again well they're like oh hey well now we've reskinned it and we like tweet we added this other new difficulty or new element or something and now mm-hmm. now there'll be these enemies that do this or whatever that right. completely change the way you have to play the level right yeah and so it is interesting how i mean every weekend they've released a new uh pvp playlist which they did with halo Mm -hmm. that there was like a small little like this was the griff ball and uh zombies or whatever was like they would those playlists weren't permanent playlists on halo they were Mm -hmm. only like there for the weekend and only like once a month would they be there Uh and so they've continued to do that and at the same time do things like that for the missions the solo missions Mm -hmm. so i think it's interesting in that and there's going to be major DLC where they add like com- completely new things. These are tweaking right. existing things and they're going to be releasing new things. So it is interesting to see how Destiny is continually growing kind of like what we we're talking about that. Right. It's and being it's, supported rapidly. It's it's rapidly being supported and it, while it is this small circle now, it's continually growing. Like they didn't release it and it's sitting there for a month or two months and then it's going to grow. Right. Like it's 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 expanding. Every day it seems Mm -hmm. like so. Yeah, that's pretty cute It's good, I'm happy with it (laughs) So everybody else Suck it up, it's a good game (laughs) Let's talk about something
0: else Let's talk about something else How about we talk about Final Fantasy 13 I mean 13 versus I mean 14 I mean no, 14 versus No, 15 Sure, Final Fantasy 15 (laughs) This game has had like 13 names I think Final Fantasy 13 actually might have come out I might have gotten 13 and 14 mixed up, but I think 13 was a single player and 14 was the MMO. I, I don't know. I think so, too. I These games are so dumb. Anyway, it looks super duper cool. Did you ever play Kingdom Hearts? No.
1: Actually, I played at a friend's house once at, like, a sleepover when I was younger. Okay. At, because he had a PlayStation 2. But uh, I didn't never really, like, grab me and, like... I never was like I need to play Kingdom Hearts. All right, well you're missing out.
0: Final Fantasy 15 basically looks like a uh, a more angsty teenage version of Kingdom Hearts.
1: <laughs> angsty teenage, they, those are the words I liked in my video game descriptions.
0: Well, it, it's Final Fantasy, and you told me you've never played a Final Fantasy, which it now is not necessarily the time to start. Mm-hmm. if you never played them before because like they are very like they're they're pretty angsty mm-hmm. like I they're definitely Final fantasy
1: tactics advance on the game boy
0: they're they're like super pretty games with deep RPG stuff mm-hmm. and like the stories are like very teenagery like you would love it if you were 14 and <laughs> hating the world. Like, look at this. He pulled up a little trailer and he's watching it in silence. And you can just... You look at their cool hair and look how, like... Look how sad about the world they look. They
1: look like a mid-2000s angsty goth band.
0: (laughs) Yeah, look at their dope car, though. Look at that gameplay. That's so cool. The
1: gameplay looks like Witcher 3 a lot, but, like, modern, but at the same time not. Because, I mean, like you said, they look like... Emo goth like what would you consider well, emo? No, these are pretty generic Final, Final Fantasy
0: <laughs> archetypes. Um Yeah. Do you design your own
1: character in Final Fantasy or are you like set as a character?
0: What are you Final fucking Fantasy? talking? What? No. You yeah, you play as a specific character. They're all about telling big stories and you don't
1: Well they could tell a big story with you creating your own character.
0: Yeah, don't Right, because Mass Effect ended so well.
1: Dark Souls tells a great story, creating your own character. <laughs> uh, Dark
0: Souls is <laughs> a completely different animal. Anyway, Final Fantasy XV... It's 15. a Japanese
1: MMORPG. Or not MMO, but Japanese RPG, JRPG.
0: Dark Souls? Yeah. Dark Souls is like the mixture of a Western RPG with Japanese RPG. Alright, well we're not
1: talking about Dark Souls, so tell me about how amazing Final Fantasy Fifteen. Look five is gonna be or whatever it is.
0: Um, it looks really cool the graphics look really dope and it's basically Kingdom Hearts with better graphics mm-hmm. and a more angsty story and there's a playable demo coming out Ooh. with Final Fantasy Atigo or agito <laughs> type zero yeah in like a month. So, like, that's a big deal. We've been hearing about good. Final Fantasy 13, 13 Versus, 15, whatever this is called. Lightning Returns. For, like, Lightning Returns actually came out? I know. Oh, okay. For, like, five years. These games were announced for the PlayStation 3. Like Just like that one game
1: that's never going to come out for the
0: PlayStation? The oh, The game? Last Guardian? Yeah. Well, The Last Guardian was, like, <laughs> PlayStation 2, almost. <laughs> it, it's never going to come out.
1: Yeah I mean like just from what I saw I mean I know people that love Final Fantasy and I know there's a huge
0: You gotta play it man I'll
1: I'll play it after I play Dark Souls but like from looking at it right there I mean we saw them fighting some monsters and it looked gorgeous it looked a lot like Witcher 3 does to me which Witcher 3 sounds a little more up my alley than Final Fantasy would be but I don't know we'll see Dude, Witcher 3 looks dope.
0: I mean, sure.
1: All right, Thomas. Let's talk about some <laughs> VR, dude. We've got a uh, lot of are we, VR. Are we right going to talk
0: about... We, yeah, this VR... We don't have Taylor great.
1: here, so we can have a nice personal conversation about yeah. VR.
0: Yeah. That's um, our
1: that's our shots fired at Taylor right there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was actually... I've got one super small thing. I a Sony executive was talking about Morpheus and talking about VR at like a Dice Summit and I, haven't put it, I didn't put it on there because I was just reading it for whatever. Mm-hmm. And one of his pull quotes is that VR is to video games what sound was to movies.
1: Yeah, I saw uh, that quote as like a headline. Um, uh-huh. I didn't read the article, but I saw that headline.
0: Oh, he like mm-hmm. the, the whole talk is just like a bunch of fluff. He's like, VR is a disruptive, can be a disruptive technology. Like well, that's...
1: we're not going to do that.
0: What they are? Is that what he said? They're doing no. it.
1: Well, no. That's what I mean. Like, I was assuming he was going to say like VR is like can be disruptive unless you do it properly. So we're going to do it this way, and we're going to be awesome.
0: No, he's saying it's disruptive to games in the way that adding sound was disruptive to movies, uh, and that it's going. A lot of people are like studios that used to be great that are great at making 2D games. Are going to fall down when they try to transition to virtual reality games, and that in 10 years, or not 10, let's say like in 15 years, like most games would be have some kind of VR component or be able to be played in VR with you know something better. Mm -hmm. But I thought it was, I thought it was an interesting uh, thing for somebody to say. I definitely believe it, but you obviously don't
1: i don't i saw that look look on your face i tried an oculus and like i thought it was pretty cool technology like i don't know i'm not completely sold on it yet but like i said i mean if if in 15 years there's legitimate games like a huge supporting base of like games that are like Complete let wor- or make VR worth it. Like uh-huh. the Connect failed because there wasn't a base and it was never worth it. If we can make well, VR worth enough. It, I mean, we <laughs> I mean we're we we do not need the debate to debate the Kinect versus the VR. But like that's just I think a lot of people are like that. Like my thinking, like my way of thinking, I'm not saying it's the right. I'm just saying uh-huh. a lot of people are thinking of this though, like VR like it's there, it's cool. Uh, it has potential. It has huge potential. Like, uh-huh. but it needs to reach the potential. Like, there's been so many things that have not reached the potential that things could have been. Uh huh. And so, I mean, like, if only two or three game, like quality games, are coming out for VR, like, I don't know if I'll get one. If there's like seven or eight awesome games that are coming out for VR every year, like, I I will get one. I don't. I don't have a problem with getting VR. I have a connect. Like, I don't care.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, that's that's kind of like an off mm-hmm. totally off the wall. But Oculus is showing off a new prototype, which you can't buy, so don't throw away your DK twos. You're still safe. But the new prototype has integrated audio and head tracking. So how cool well, is that?
1: So it has, and so this was all at they had a press junket basically out in California where like they just let a bunch of people come and see what they were calling their Crescent Bay models. Uh And so, I mean, from what I saw, it still isn't like completely internal head tracking. Like, I mean, the Oculus that I tried had a camera and it tracked my head movement mm-hmm. and so this new model i mean that was just focus fo- focusing on this though but the new model it seemed like had um the little ball like sensors on it mm-hmm. where it's it's not only like look visually looking but like sensing like the tracking points of so i mean it seems like it's a lot more refined which a lot of people mm-hmm. were saying it's more refined which is good i mean that's what needs to happen mm-hmm. but some of the things that i was reading about how how Intricate, they had to have the setup was for like the have the this good tracking made me kind of skeptical and say, like, VR is not there
0: uh-huh.
1: yet. That so, on my friend's Oculus that he has, it has a little what it basically looks like a mini web camera uh-huh. and it like it clipped on to the top of my laptop, or that was what we were running it on, right? And so it clipped on, and then it would track like where you look.
0: whatever Uh yeah this
1: camera that they had to make these like track these points Mm -hmm. and like have it so finite they had it about 15 feet up in the air on the wall Uh looking down so it could see the entire area around you and the headset so like how i mean if this is what it takes to get this accuracy how many people are going to be able to install a camera 15 feet above them in their house
0: Oh, super easy! You got like that little spot right there. You just you put your AAA batteries in it, and you just clip it up there. It's a little infrared sensor, and it's then you got to
1: get your ladder out every time the camera dies. And, yeah, why do
0: you need a ladder to reach the ceiling? Just get like, a little chair. It's just so. Like, I mean, it's I mean, just like replacing your smoke detector.
1: I'm not saying that I wouldn't do it if it was that <laughs> amazing, but a huge section of the public is going to be like, I'm not putting something up on my wall. 10 feet up in the air just to play a VR headset. Like, that's reality. Yeah, I wonder why they
0: haven't gone into, like, uh, gyroscopes.
1: I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know the technology and all the thinners of Mm -hmm. it, but, uh, I mean, and a couple other things that I saw about uh, a guy that the new headsets were running around 90 frames per second on, like, super hardcore gaming rigs. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, they basically said that, like, at the beginning, you're going to have to have a beast machine or else you're not going to have the frame rate that you need. Because he said when it dropped to only 70 frames per second, Mm -hmm. which is still faster than your eyes can tell the frames dropped, your brain can tell it. And he said he immediately started getting woozy. I don't believe that. I mean, <laughs> i read a couple different things that said, uh-huh. like, like there was one specific game that they said they're having trouble keeping the frames up, and, like, when it drops, like, it's not fun.
0: Well, yeah, I totally feel that. I get the frame-dropping thing, but I don't know why 90—I don't—I I didn't read that deep into it, I guess, because I don't understand why 90 would be your target— versus 60 or if you're trying to double 60 you would hit like 120 mm-hmm. but like 90 doesn't make any sense to you. it's not like divisible by any other standard by that we judge frame rate by but i don't know i also I mean, don't know
1: that's just what they the one thing that i read said that uh that a lot of the game that they had were running at 90 frames per second and when they were running at 90 frames like it was awesome and it was crystal clear and like it was beautiful and i mean when we were running it on my laptop, which isn't the most powerful, like, machine, mm-hmm. like, when it really started lagging, like, it was not fun <laughs> looking <laughs> at that screen.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> Which yeah. just
1: was sig- dropping frames a lot more than 70 frames per second. I right. Mean.
0: Right, yeah. And, it, yeah, with any technology to play, well, that's just, like, the, in what you inherently get with new games. Like, mm-hmm. if you want to run a new game... With pretty graphics you need a beefy PC Yeah Like if you wanted to run Minecraft in VR Then it wouldn't be as difficult Mm -hmm. But I mean then again Not even a Super Rig can run Minecraft consistently at 60 frames per second Because it's programmed in like Java Fucking shit (laughs) They programmed it in just like cow poop That's what the language (laughs) that Minecraft is programmed in It's so frustrating when i got like i built a new computer and i was like oh sweet i'm going to play all these cool games like i'm just going to play minecraft and i can run crisis 3 at 2560 by 1440 on ultra settings fine no problem 60 frames per second but fucking minecraft no <laughs> no we can't do that it's r- it's ridiculous it's so poorly optimized but that's not what we're talking about right now
1: yeah Now we're going to talk about the Gear VR. Did you read this that I posted about the Gear VR?
0: Yeah, I read um, that they're going to be giving games away for free for the first few months and that devs are upset and whatever and blah, blah, blah. But I side with Samsung and Oculus in that you have to get people to believe in it and to like it. And when you have a $200 price tag with no free software, it's a lot harder to sell. It's easier to sell to say... Buy this, and for two months, you can have any game you want for free.
1: Well, I mean, one thing that I was reading wasn't completely that they were like, oh, well, we're just going to give this stuff away because we think it. The way, one of the things that I was reading, and like, I read a quote from the VP of Operations of Oculus said, like, they hadn't started working on the infrastructure of like a paying system, a payment system. Uh huh. Like, they're, I mean, I know they're in crunch to like get out a production model, but like, Mm. basically, they said, like, we're we're just gonna put out a working model and like we're we're not at the, we haven't built the architecture for a payment system so it's not like we're gonna give this stuff away for free because this is the right thing to do they're like we're gonna put out a not complete a not fully complete product with the payment system just to get out I right mean, just, just to get it out just in to people's get it hands. out I mean that. He didn't say those words, but he said a quote of like, we haven't even started working on a payment system. Like, we're not there yet.
0: I mean, Samsung can throw a payment system together in five minutes.
1: I mean, yeah, but uh, the Oculus wants all payments to go through the Oculus home front, uh-huh. not the Google, And which, which is kind of weird that you're buying a $300 phone, you're buying a $200 headset, you're going to put these things together, and like when you put them together the oculus just like completely takes over like everything and basically just says like you know all those android things like it's gone like only all you can get is the oculus stuff
0: yeah I mean, that makes so, sense i
1: mean it makes sense but at the same time it seemed like it'd be so much easier if they were able allowed things to go through the google store or whatever like you could buy games mm-hmm. through the google store right and i mean oculus, oculus would still get its cut like out of that it's not like
0: well but then google's gonna take their cut too yeah, They want the biggest
1: cut. So they're going to piss off a lot of devs. Who cares um,
0: about developers? <laughs> Who
1: cares about the people believing in, like, our product? Like, the, the developers are... are the people that are going out on, like, the biggest ledge saying, like, you guys are making VR. We believe in you so much that, like, we're going to put all this money, like, to support what you're doing. And, like... They're not getting stabbed in the bag, but they're getting the shaft big time. Like, they're basically... I mean, Oculus isn't saying... Isn't directly saying this. But they're implicitly saying, like... Get in now and do all of the ground. Like, support our system from the beginning. And then maybe you'll get some payment in the end for being that support. But, like, you have no guarantee of, like getting the fi- a financial gain out of putting something on our system. Because, like, if you release a huge game... Because basically they're saying is, like, release your game and you'll get immediate advertisement and, like, everybody will know that you make a good game. Right. Which, yes, is the case. And, like, it goes back to all the indie developers and Mojang and everything. Like, if you make one super good game, no matter what you do, your next game is it's going to be infinitely more famous than if that was your first game. Like mm-hmm. Scrolls will succeed, like be a financial success because Mojang made Minecraft. Even Maybe. if Scrolls completely sucked. Scrolls is out. I mean Scrolls is out and we're going to talk about Scrolls. <laughs> but I mean just saying like
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what if, you're If if
1: Mojang just put out Scrolls, it would not make I mean potentially But Like, out of the gate, it would not make as much as it would make if he had never made Minecraft. And so, basically, they're making that... They're they're promising you potential. Uh Uh-huh. And, like, instead of getting your potential now that you probably deserve getting for being the people that put the most faith into the VR. Well. Because now Activision can come in and say, like, oh look at all these people buying VRs. We'll just put some game out there and people will buy it because, like, all these people have it and they want Mm -hmm. more games and, like, we're going to give them another game. Well, like, if... When some, like, indie developer who's living in his basement or whatever, like, coding in his basement, like, all day, Mm -hmm. putting his blood and sweat into, like, this game that he was going to have at launch and, like, he was going to get there at launch, he was going to make his... He was gonna get hopefully get his piece of the pie and like mm-hmm. set his space and claim his flag is like not gonna be able to plant his flag that he had put three years well of he life.
0: gets to plant his flag i'm gonna argue that the developers that are really developing for vr right now aren't developing to make the money they're developing because they want to be a part of this new technology and they're interested in it on a personal level. They're not making this game. They're not making games on here to make money. They're making games on here. Because they love making games. And they really think this is a super dope technology.
1: Yeah. I mean I agree that like. The, the people. That are like I said. That are making games right now. For the Oculus launch. Are the people that believe the hardest. In it. And like have the most personally invested yeah. Like At the same time They're probably hoping Like hoping that they'll get <laughs> They'll punch their, their lottery ticket And like they'll be able to launch The Minecraft of VR And like say like like I believed in this so much And I put all this work into it And like I want to like put my project out there And yeah They're not hoping to make a billion dollars Off it but They probably hope or wish that they could get something out of it uh-huh. I mean I think everybody would Yeah. I mean if you were coding something like if you were making a game and it was just a passion project and like you were like VR is eventually going to become this thing and I, like I'm just going to work on this until VR makes it and then VR finally gets here and you're like my game can finally be realized of like the potential that it has and you put it out there or like, and you're all ready to put it out there and then Oculus comes to you and says Thomas I know we promised you that you could put your game out there for two bucks and that hopefully you would make a million dollars, but for the first four months, you're just going to have your game, give your game away, but it'll be okay. That sucks.
0: I'm not, I'm not saying it doesn't (laughs) suck. Who's saying that doesn't suck? That sucks. Oculus is saying it doesn't suck. Are they?
1: Yeah! They're saying, like... Are they
0: saying it doesn't suck, or are they saying we want to get games out? We want to get this platform out there? That's the whole sentence. I mean... Nobody's saying this doesn't suck. But they want to get this platform out there as soon as possible. It's like releasing games for early access. Developers
1: want to get their games out there too, but we're seeing all these developers delaying games because they're not ready. Oculus, delay your – if you don't have your shit together and you can't release a finished product with the freaking store, delay your shit for three months and make a freaking <laughs> store. Well – That's – that is the right thing to do. Oculus is not doing the right thing.
0: They're probably being I mean, pushed by wanna, Samsung I don't want to – I didn't
1: want to make it that blunt, but Oculus is like – Oculus is doing the wrong thing here.
0: Well, I, they're probably being pushed by Samsung because if they were – if they were so in a rush to put stuff out, well, I mean, I just I then don't know.
1: If Samsung was pushing them so hard, Oculus would say, "Well, get hire a new, uh, like a second, like ten new developers, and like have them make a storefront in two months."
0: Uh-huh. Like, I don't they,
1: know. They they can do that. Like, if this is a partnership between Samsung and Oculus, and it's Like, we don't have the three guys to put in eight-hour days for the next four weeks to make a storefront, (laughs) even though we just got bought for $2 billion by Facebook and we're getting partnered with Samsung, but we can't make a storefront happen.
0: Well, yeah, I'm I'm (laughs) not—I'm not—whoa! I'm not trying to attack you here, but, like, you're just— I'm not saying it's not—like, it sucks. It sucks.
1: Alright, well we need to move on. We just need okay, to have other yes. things to talk about. Yeah, it sucks.
0: Let's what talk else? about
1: other things that suck. What else sucks? Well, Blizzard cancelled potentially their next MMO.
0: Yeah, Titans cancel. it. it so, this game
1: that was never announced but was going to be the next The next World of Warcraft. It was not going to be the next World of Warcraft but it was going to be the next World of Warcraft is now never going to happen. or It's never going to see the light of day.
0: Well, I think that's smart. You can't Why do beat, you think it's smart? You can't beat World of Warcraft.
1: I know you can't. Blizzard
0: realized you can't beat World of Warcraft. After seven years in development, they realized, we did it. We made the perfect MMO. It's done. We don't need to try and redo it, because nothing's going to be able to reach the same... It's not going to be able to reach that same level of like, wow, this is the thing. And also, I read that Titan was going to be really similar to what Destiny's like.
1: I read something uh, right before we came over here that was... uh, Was it a Kotaku article that you read or was it something
0: No, I don't touch Kotaku with a 10-foot pole.
1: Well, mine was a Kotaku article (laughs) and it was just them... I guess they had talked to a couple different people who had worked on Titan throughout its life, uh-huh. and so they had got a couple different pieces of what
0: what, it was what like. Titan
1: at least was when these people were working on it. Uh-huh. And so, like the the biggest the the most accurate conclusion that they had from three different developers that worked on it at almost the same time was that it was a post apocalyptic, slightly future. Like, not MMO of that uh-huh. during the there would be three different factions, and like during the day, you would have like a career, like a normal job, but then on your spare time, you'd go out and like do quests and like try to do like these secret missions and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Which, yeah, it does seem kind of destiny esque of like go out to the world and do these missions from like this. Base of post-apocalyptic right. death, but I mean, there's well, so many things besides just destiny. <laughs> well, yeah,
0: I th- I was reading that from like a mechanical standpoint, mm-hmm. it was similar to Destiny, but I don't. Know. I mean, it it got canceled. I think what's
1: mm-hmm. it? <coughs> it was interesting to read. Did you read the Polygon timeline that I put up?
0: I, I like, kind of I, put
1: a timeline together i grazed of, like over it how it seemed. Like, in 2012, it seemed like the game was within a year of being produced, like, put out there. Uh Uh-huh. And then, like, all of a sudden, in 2013, I mean, we didn't, we weren't doing the podcast then, but we, I think we talked about this, like, just a trivia or something, that how Uh they pretty much destroyed the whole, blew the whole team up and said, like, there's only 20 people left and, like, we're going to completely start over. Uh Uh-huh. And I mean that was huge news then when everybody was like holy shit like this game was ready to come out and now they're saying like everything's wrong and we're starting over
0: yeah i think it takes a lot more courage as a company to invest a couple hundred million dollars probably Mm -hmm. into a project oh for sure and say at the last minute this isn't up to our standard of work yeah rather than just push it out and say it'll make whatever it'll make it's fine because blizzard wants to uphold the reputation of releasing like top notch games
1: and everybody like in when they they blew it up was kind of like oh shit like i can't believe they did that but everybody at the same time was like well that's blizzard like i mean everybody kind of knows blizzard is that yeah. even though their Activision Blizzard. That Blizzard's kind of the anti-Activision, and that like, mm-hmm. like if we don't believe this is the right like,
0: right. If it's not up to if, our standards, if standard. it's not
1: up to like the highest of highest standards, that like we're not afraid to scrap it. Which I mean, that takes huge balls and huge confidence, and like not many like if any companies in the world could get away with something like that, like dumping millions upon millions of dollars into research and development of what is supposed to be your next thing and then just saying like screw it like it's done like yeah the last decade that we were working (laughs) on this thing like it's over it's gone like yeah i mean they had like the people who created world of warcraft i mean the top the quote-unquote top MMO people at Blizzard were all working uh-huh. on Titan.
0: Yeah, well, yeah it happens. I mean, it's there's only two companies that I could see doing this, and that's Valve and Blizzard. So, Id's been doing it for like ten years. Like, <laughs> what has what Id done other than like what? Uh, but they're going to do something soon. Who knows? Hey, Doom, just Doom. Yeah, Doom. Doom's going Doom. to. I'm, I'm going to play it. It'll be cool. They got QuakeCon.
1: All right, I think we only got one or two other things. Yeah. Oh, you want to hit on MLG real quick? Yeah, we that can. can be quick. We
0: can rock that. I'm a little upset. I wish they would have brought it here
1: to Cincinnati. Yeah. So well, MLG... They, MLG Columbus is a pretty like been a pretty big established mm-hmm. event, but yeah. telling the story, Thomas.
0: MLG Columbus is getting an arena. A fourteen thousand seat video yeah. game
1: centric arena.
0: Yeah, like that's pretty dope. That's pretty
1: cool. Good thing esports aren't sports, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I I don't know. Can't think of anything to say.
1: But I mean, that's pretty crazy. And I mean, with Riot coming out and saying that they were going to sell out,
0: yeah, that a whole baseball stadium.
1: stadium or whatever it is in Japan or in South Korea, and mm-hmm. now. MLGs fun- like going to build their own stadium. their own stadium in Columbus. Uh, yeah, that's really which cool. is right up the, the street from us. Basically, yeah, it's it's <laughs> basically
0: like a bike ride.
1: We might have to trek up the up the hill to Columbus to go to MLG.
0: Maybe, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm totally gonna go watch that uh, Call of Duty Ghost action, dude. Mm, dogs and stuff, right? That's what. That's what dude. That Advanced
1: Warfare will be out by then, I think. So. We'll get to see all those exosuits.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I hate MLG. (laughs) Uh, That's sad. Yeah. But... To go check out a
1: 14,000-seat gaming stadium might be worth it, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll probably go for that, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. There'll be a Counter-Strike tournament eventually. I'll go to that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not just Call of Duty, but... (laughs) Yeah, but that's, like, what they're starting it off with, I think, is Call of Duty Ghosts. Call of Duty is MLG's Money maker right now So I mean
0: Yeah it was Halo Now it's Call of Duty Whatever Anyway
1: Alright the other last thing Sticking with competitive gaming Mm. Riot Dropping bombs on Ragers
0: Boom Toxic players Banned from ranked match play
1: Ranked playlists
0: That's So. so great no, I think it makes sense. Um, we were talking. We spent like a good twenty minutes talking about this before we hit <laughs> record, and about like whether developers A should or B have a right to clean their communities or decide what they what you can do inside their communities and stuff like that, and try to shape them. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, yeah,
1: I think we both. <laughs> I think we both agreed that like. Developers trying to police their communities is a good thing. I mean I think for the most part good developers are never going to like cross the boundary of like over policing. Mm -hmm. Like this I don't think is over policing. I mean the Ragers are probably gonna be like, what the what the hell is this? Mm -hmm. But I mean it's good that Riot is doing this. I mean they've banned Raiders from chatting before and things mm-hmm. like that, and so I mean the way this worked that I read was uh basically they're going to ban you from ranked playlists, and you're going to have to play just the the beginning public matches, and like if you don't play a certain amount of games on the best behavior, like if you get reported again. Mm-hmm. Like then they're dropping the like the big time hammer on
0: you. Your account gets yeah banned. So yeah.
1: I mean they're they're saying like I mean it's not going to stop people. They're going to like just go play their mandatory matches and start raging again. Mm. But or they'll
0: create a new account.
1: Or they'll create a new account. But I mean theoretically, theoretically the people that are like that into league and raging that hard are probably monetarily invested in the account that they're mm-hmm. in and also like invested in having a high ranked account like wanting to be like ranked well and being considered a good player yeah Theoretic- i mean theoretically i mean there's tons of ragers and other games that like are garbage players and just rage to rage or whatever right like there's trolls out there that are just gonna troll trolls gonna but- troll I think at the same time, there's a large amount of people that are, like, raged because because they think they're so invested in that what they're doing is okay. Uh Uh-huh. And so, like, developers trying to police that out of the game is not policing the trolls and also teaching the people that are just rage because they're so upset. Like, just count to ten, like, calm me. down. It's gonna be okay.
0: <laughs> well, you can't say that to everybody. I, I, when I played League of Legends competitively, I knew people who, and they, they've they always done things to kind of clean the community of toxic players. Mm-hmm. I know people, or knew people, who had multiple accounts, like, three, four accounts that were all level 30 that they had invested money and time in to get a bunch of characters on all of them so that when they got suspended, you would get your account suspended for, like, a week for rage-quitting certain amount of matches and stuff like that. They would have... So, like, he would be on different accounts all the time because his accounts would get suspended for a week because of his bad behavior. So they... to It's not like this is... The... I don't know. It's not going to stop anybody who's super dedicated. Yeah, I mean, and like you said, like these people, they he believes that he is like super important, and everybody like needs to. If they would just listen to him, (laughs) then the game would be good. And if they could just not be noobs, then everybody would be good and great. Because he he would get like we'd get 15 minutes into a match, and he'd be like, I can't play with the support. The support, he's he's not warding. This is bullshit. This is I can't do this. We're like, dude, calm down. Calm down. Like, it's fine. We will carry you. You don't need, like, I'll... I'm jungling. I'll I'll keep coverage of the river. He's like, no. Fuck this. I quit. He'd get off <laughs> our VoIP server. He'd quit. And he would just drop out of the match.
1: And then he'd log on to a second account and start playing in front of
0: him. Yeah, he'd log on. He's like, alright guys, I'm back well, with my yeah, account. I mean, I'm gonna solo queue.
1: You're never gonna be able to stop the guy who has 15 accounts all, like, leveled up to 30 just to, like, get around this. Like at the same time, I think if it's you're good that to take a dedicated, stance. Riot, like you're just dumping more money into Riot's pocket. So, I mean, if you're willing to put a hundred dollars mm-hmm. into one character and then put that into six more characters so you can rage all as much as you want, like, I yeah. guess that's more power to you. Yeah, what but, I mean
0: is, like, if you really want to play the game, like, this isn't going to stop anybody yeah. from playing League. Like, if you... But a better scenario, if your account gets banned because you're bad and you realize, hey, I need to be less toxic to this community so that I don't lose $100 worth of investment all this time I've invested, that's good. Like, you can get back in, you can just make a new account.
1: There's a lot of people that I think will actually do that and that have put time and money into one account and maybe go a little bit overboard sometimes and, like, getting banned for four (laughs) matches is, like maybe the perfect little thing that they realized, like, okay, I need to turn it down from eleven. Like <laughs> going at seven is okay, and like everybody else is like I mean, when I play Call of Duty and if I get playered up with a complete garbage team, like, I'm not gonna say that I've never like cussed people out and just said like, you completely suck. Like <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like <laughs> Like if I've got twenty kills and you've got two and you're telling me to, like, go die in a hole or something. Like, I'm going to come at you.
0: <laughs> oh. fight fighting words. But, yeah, yeah, everybody's been there.
1: I mean, everybody's done it, I think. I mean, unless you just sit and play Viva Pinata all day or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody's had their moment of rage. And it's okay to get it out. But, I mean, the truly toxic people need to get weeded out somehow. And, I mean, I think a lot of companies... Are starting to do that in responsible ways, which mm-hmm. is all you can ask for. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. sounds good. <laughs> well, that's all we got. I'm surprised we ba- we like filled up a whole hour with these news things,
1: dude. We can talk, man. We can just
0: yeah, uh... it, without Taylor here to be like, all right, guys, we need to, we need to stop talking, move on to a new subject. <laughs> we can just talk about one thing for like 30 minutes. All
1: right, let's talk about the connect. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Let's get real.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I need to get back to my Chinese food. I'm sure you need to get back to your loot cave.
1: Dude, I'll have only loot cave like barely loot cave, okay? Mm-hmm. I I'm not hitting
0: that loot cave that much. Uh-huh. Right, right. But everybody, we'll be back next week. We'll be back next week. At least the two of us, the two of us. Just
1: the two of us.
0: Also, we now have a Twitter account.
1: We have a Twitter.
0: What it's... first? We're on iTunes.
1: Now we're on Twitter. Yeah,
0: iTunes, Twitter. It's like we're a real thing.
1: We're we're getting there. We're gonna get internet famous, man.
0: Yeah. At T-D-O-B podcast. Three dudes, one blog, podcast. Ooh. But kind of shortened. You can tweet at us or mention us to your friends over the twitter and we'll talk about you on the show yeah also if you see any cool stuff you want to see us talk about it i mean hear us talk about it because you can't see us tweet that at us boom we'll take a look maybe we'll talk about it maybe we won't yeah shout us out we'll shout you out we'll make it happen (laughs) okay even if
1: we just have to go down a list of like 100 people
0: we'll do it Yeah, well, yes, if you can get 100 people to follow at T-B-O-D Podcast, T-D-O-B Podcast, just (laughs) do three dudes, one blog, but but acronym it's T-D-O-B Podcast. If we can get 100 followers by next week. We'll shout all of you out. We will shout every single person out, and we will make a video podcast. Whoa! What? It'll be really great. You can look at us in my dirty... Dirty room, sitting in chairs in front of a card table.
1: <laughs> Shh, don't tell all our secrets. We'll
0: buy we'll buy a couch. No, we can all we'll all lay in bed. Ooh. <laughs> Three dudes one bed. It even <laughs> fits! <laughs> okay. Alright. I'm done. Rap. Audios. <laughs>